Today's daf is daf Yud Aleph. We are holding at the bottom of Yud Amidbeis the two dots, four or five lines from the bottom. We're going to learn today's daf Le'ilu Nishmas, my grandfather Pesach Ben of Aaron Azriel Zichonotayk Lebracha. Yud Beis was his uh, yard site. He also was born on Yud Beis. Right. Throw that in as well. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So let's just revisit our Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we learned that the Chachamim said that that uh, that shtaros that come out of our kaos means regular legal documents, even though they're signed by Ebed Kachamim, they are acceptable, um, and. Um, I gave different reasons for it. it could be uh, because of Din de Malchusadina, but basically legal documents coming out of our course, okay. The only thing is that uh, you can't do that. You cannot rely on those kind of documents for for Gitay Noshim and Shechurei Avodim. For Gitay Noshim and Shechurei Avodim, even if they're coming out of the Arkos, but if they're signed by Ovde Gechovim, they're disqualified. Comes along Rav Shimon, he says, no, even Gite Noshim and Shechuravodim that come out of our coast, even those are qualified, those can be used as well. And then he makes a second statement, which we're going to have to also clarify, but the second statement says, the only time there's disqualification, <coughs> if it's an unofficial court, if it's not a, it's an unofficial secular court, but if it's a, if it's a government appointed court, then it's valid. But if it's an unofficial and impromptu court, then it's disqualified. But let's deal with the first part of the statement. Asks the Gemara, Lechora, in order to be involved in the Gitin, Process again. When I talk about get, we'll talk about automatic package with shichra vodim. But in order to be involved in the gittin process, that means to be lechora any the, the the guy who writes it, the person who signs in it, the person who testifies for it. You have to be in the parsha of gittin. You have to be in the parsha of gittin. Goyim alavne alavne That's more as the question says the gemara. Frag the gemara. Falavne krisus ninhu. They're not in the parsha of gittin. Tzadik asks the rishonim shonah. They're not alavne edus. That's Tzadik as the kasha. But lachor he says he could have asked. But the ma'isus if they're not in the parsha of ne krisus. How can they certify? How can this be a certifiable get? How could this get be used if it's signed by people that love negit and love nekrisus? That's the worst kasha. You are talking about a, a Jewish court, a, a non-Jewish court that had non-Jews sign on it, and you can use that Why get. Why Person went to them. Want to get certified? You want to go to get to a, a notary? They're going to go out of done there. <coughs> So he went there, he wants to get, they can use it. So says the Gemara, Lechora, Vahalav Nekrisus Ninus, Amrav Zeira, Yorad Rab Shimon Lashitosa Shal Rabbalozer. Going back to what we learned the first few blood of the Masechta, is that you're not relying on the signators to certify it. What makes the Krisus, uh, what validates the Krisus, is the Eide Mesira. And we're talking about, in this case, that the Eide Mesira were Yidden. Since the Eide Mesira were Yidden, that makes it a valid get. So it says, Amar Blazer, right? Yorab Shimon, he went down to the Shita, I don't want to use the Lashon of Yurida, but he went down to the Shita of Rabbalazar, the Amar Eide Mesira Karti. 
Frek the Gemara, but that's difficult because we learned that even though in Torah, Adam is Sirakartin, you don't need to have Adam signed on the get. Midrabbanan, they said if you have Psulim signed on the get, it disqualifies it Midrabbanan. Remember we said the reason why. Because you might start using the Adam that Adam assigned. It's, oh, you, they were signed on it, so we will use them as the Adam Isira next time. You might use them, so therefore you can't, that Midrabbanan, the Mates are disqualification, so how could you say it's, it's, it's okay? So I am Rabbi Amadi Rabbi Lazar Mizuyef Misocho. When the disqualification is written within the in the get, even if you ate a misira, shaposul answers the Gemara, which encountered this also last time. Hachamayaskinan beshemos muvhakim. That we're dealing with that their names that are clearly non-Jewish names, McGregor, whatever, come up with it. The names that are signed in there are so clear that they're non-Jewish, therefore what? There's no chashash, you don't have to worry that they're going to use the names in the get to say that they're going to be va- valid for Adam Asira another, and, and the next time. So therefore... The Adam Asira, they you say they signed in this, the next time we'll use them as for the Adam Asira. That's what Rosh says over here. So therefore, that is not a problem. So shameless Muvokin. the Gemara. Okay, what's a good example of Shamus Muvokin that were in that time? Give us the names that clearly are considered to be non-Jewish names. So Amra Papa, Kagan Hurmiz, and Avudina, Avudina, and Bar Shiptoi, and Bar Kidri, and Bati, and Nakim, and Uno. Those are all clearly, you see those names, those are, 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 are clearly good. So, Aval Shema Shei Muvakin Mai. So, ask the more. So, therefore, what would be the name, the situation where it's names that are not clearly non-Jewish names, yet you know they were signed by non-Jews? Then, what would be the halacha coming out of this? There, we would have to say that Rav Shimon would hold. You cannot rely on the Eidah Misira. It could be Pasul Mitocha and it will be disqualified. Lachor, right? My so uh, it wouldn't be okay. Ask the Gemara, this is a very technical question. We find this throughout Shas. Let's go through the way the Gemara is understanding Rav Shimon right now. Rav Shimon starts off and says, I disagree with you, Chachamim. I hold that even a get, gite noshim, a gite avarim, that comes out of our cause, is also okay. Why? Because <coughs> I hold you can rely on the Eid of Mesir. What do the Chachamim hold? Chachamim hold you can't rely on the Eid of Mesir. Maybe that's what they hold. Not, it's not clear. But, what does he say? He says, when do I hold it will be disqualified? In the what is he referring to? When do I hold that gite noshim, a gite avarim, will be disqualified? If they're not coming out of our coast, if they're coming out of... Layperson. Lay, lay, lay based in. Lay based in, well, uh, uh, non, a secular, uh, a secular non, non-official based in would be disqualified. They have such a concept of lay. Yeah, they have. They, 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 they get together. They just do an unofficial. They make a people's court, not an official court. So that would be disqualified. So one second. So the, the but so the Morris question is like this. If, in fact, Rab Shimon, you're telling me, is going with the sheet of Rabbi Elozer, and he agrees that there is a distinction where the names are Muvhakim, and when the names are not Muvhakim. Muvhakim, it's kosher. Not Muvhakim, when it's not clear Gaisha names, it would be Puzzle. So why does he have to make the contrast between, he says, when is the get Ishanoshim going to be okay? That's when it's going to be in an official court with Seamus Muvakin. When will it not be okay? And he jumps to another case. He jumps to a non-secular court. What he should say, when it will not be okay? <laughs> if you don't use Seamus Muvakin. That's the distinction that should have made. That's the Gmoras Kasha. Okay, it's a technical Kasha, but it means it's just a logical way of, de- of defining the Mishnah. So it says the like this, Iachi, 
Adetani Seifa, instead of teaching in the Seifa that Loi Huskuru, they did not mention disqualification, Elevis Manchinas and the Hedyot, only when it's in a non-official court, Lifluk Vanitni Bididei, the distinction, that the, 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 that contrast should be made within the case we're talking about. In our cause, you could have made a distinction. When is it okay only if it's Shemus Muvakin? But if it's not Shemus Muvakin, if it's names that are not distinctively non-Jewish, then Loi, then you would not be able to use again. And he doesn't make that distinction. So to say that's the Pshat in Rav Shimon, it's difficult in terms of the format of the Mishnah. Sigmara says like this, no, you're misunderstanding. Hachanami Ka'amar. That is in, contained within the words of the Tana. Remember, very, very, Kadosh, he didn't speak it out clearly. You have to, you have to learn how to learn the Mishnah. That's when you need Messiah. You have to have a Rebbe to teach you how to learn Mishnah. That's what says in the Mishnah. How does it written in the Mishnah? The way to read the Mishnah is like this. When did Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon talking, when is it okay to use a get from our cause with a Goisha signatures is Veshemus Muvakin. But if you use Shemus Sheim Muvakin, that's the same thing as using a non-official court. That's what he's saying. When he's jumping to non-official court, he's saying, if it was Shemus Sheim Muvakin, then it's no different than using a non-official court. And if it's a non-official court, it's no good. Such a stickle dre, you've got to use the finger over here to, to, to get this going. But it's, it's, uh, but, but, but that's the way to read it, read it in the, uh, in, in, in the, in the, in the Mishnah. is a much more simpler way of reading the Mishnah. We made an assumption, right? The way when you learned Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon made two statements. The first statement is, I disagree with you. That if it's our cause, not only is it good for, uh, financial legal documents, it's even good for and then he says and the only time there's a disqualification if it is a unofficial court now we thought that statement the only time it's disqualified if it's an unofficial court we thought he's, going, he's still talking about so that's why we had the kasha if you're going to make a distinction when it's okay in Gitenoshim and not okay with Gitenoshim that distinction should be made within the case of our cause says the Gemara that's not a problem he's not referring on Gitenoshim Gitenoshim He's going back to legal documents. What he's saying is like this. He's saying is, our cause, Tanakama says our cause is okay. Our cause is fine. But not for Gita Noshim, Gita Avodim. He comes along and says, and Gita Noshim, Gita Avodim, our cause is also okay. And even with legal documents, he's jumping back to legal documents. Legal documents that we say is okay, is only okay when... In our cause, and not when it is in non-official, uh, when it's not when it's not an official based. In. So he's jumping back to the case of legal documents. He's not def- he's not talking anymore about gita noshim avodim. Why does that help you? Because now you can't ask the kasha. If you're going to want to show me a case where gita noshim is no good, show me that with shem avodim. He's not referring to gita noshim anymore. He's going back to the case of legal documents. And therefore, it's not a kasha. So ibois ema safer. Asan Legite Maman, the Sefer, that last statement that he's making is going back on the case of legal documents, financial documents. Mm-hmm. The only time we ever talk about Gite Maman being disqualified because they're signed by you know when that is true? That's Elbaz Manchin Asa when it's not an official court. But if it's our cause, 
and it's an official court, then it'll be okay, which whatever reasons we gave yesterday, didn't have that they're not, they're not going to uh, perjure themselves, etc., whatever the reason we gave but yesterday. It's the same by Gitten. What's that? It's the same halacha by Gitten, right? It's the same halacha by Gitten, the hedged court. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily, because it, if you're relying on Ada Mesira, and it's shame, so you're relying on the Ada Mesira, so if it's, as that will be dependent not necessarily on, on official and unofficial, that will be replying more that it's Seamus Mavalkin or it's not Seamus Mavalkin. Right, right. Yeah, so if it's, if, even if it's a non-official court, but it's, it's got Ada Mesira, it'd be okay. The, the non-Jewish court, they're writing a get for a yid. How can a non-Jewish court write a get for a Is that what we're saying here? No, they're not writing it. They have, they have also, and they had also documents of, Templates. uh, they have documents that you use to, to, to show that someone's oh. divorced. So maybe the Jews, you could re- request how you want it written or whatever it is. But the requirement that we had to go through the non-Jewish court system. What about right? the Lishma? What's that? What about the Lishma? I don't understand this all. Yeah, but again, Rabbi Lazar holds, that's not a, that's not a problem. Remember, we're going oh, to treat Rabbi Lazar, Ada Mestirakarti. All right. So, so basically, you can have a non-Jewish court write it. There's no lishma involved. They can have the goyim sign it, and all you need is someone to witness two Jewish kosher witnesses to show the delivery, and you're divorced. Right. Again, in the lishma, only the lishma part part of it only is that it's written for the specific person. Right. So I don't even know that necessarily. I don't know how it would work with the with the it's person right. writing it. Not the way we pass it. Okay. But we do. We pass. Like this is the way we pass. We, I think we hold like a belosa. Yeah. Yeah. No. But no, again, the question is what? Is the chasima have to be lishma, or does it have to be? The question is what has to be lishma. The question is what has to be lishma. Right. We had before. Yeah, but even the sira can't be lishma. Of What's course that? It's well, you don't need to have chasim al lishma. But again, all lishma means that it wasn't. All lishma, means that you know that it was written that the husband, the, the, the husband instructed that it be written for the sake of the woman. That means if the husband is there saying, "I want you to write this for my wife," it could be that's lishma. Right. like machine Now, Rab Shimon is going to try prove his prove his point uh, in, uh, to the uh, to the Chachamim. The Chachamim held that in our Kaos, Gite Noshim Gite Avodim are not good, right? It could be, it, it's not clear why, but it, uh, it could be that they don't hold that you, that Adam is Karti. Because he was saying that it is good because you can rely on the Adam is They hold that it's not good because the Chatzimas were done by Avdekachavim. It's disqualified. So he's going to show, Rabbi Yossi is bringing this Brisa down to show that he is correct. What did Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Yossi, I mean, what did Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Yossi wanted to show what did Rabbi Shimon prove, prove this Brisa? He said the Chachamim, but Sidon. He says, in the earlier generations of Tanoim when they discussed it, means that Rabbi Shimon came after, but he's saying you go back to the generation of Rabbi Akiva, when Rabbi Akiva argued with the Chachamim, he said like this, they never argued about the general Staros coming out of our cause. Everyone held that general Staros coming out of our cause, even if they were signed, 
legal documents signed by the Gechavim, that Aksherim, Va'afilu Gitein Noshim Shechur Avodim. And even on Gitein Noshim Shechur Avodim also was okay. Why was it also okay? Because everybody held, you can rely on the Eide Mesira if the shame is Muvakin. So therefore, you see, I'm right. Meaning, even though you argue with me about Gitein Noshim Shechur Avodim, I'm telling you in the early generations, that wasn't the Machlokas. So what was the Machlokas? So Lord Nechluk, the only thing they argued about is Vizman Shenosu Behediot is if they were written in non-official courts. In non-official courts, that those on those shtaros, uh, shtaros that came out of non-official courts, to Rabbi Akiva Machshir, he held that even in non-official courts that the Goyim wouldn't perjure themselves, he still held that there was a Svara, even in a non-governmental court, you could rely on Goyish signatures. These are for regular legal documents. However, Chachamim held that you can only rely on the, uh, the veracity and the integrity of the court if it is a governmental court. But if it's an, a, a non-official appointed court, then you could not rely on it for all Shar Shtaros. That even if they're coming out of non-official courts, they could still be relied upon. Why? Because you're going with the Eid Mesira, so it's not a problem. Again, you have to have Shemus Muvakin, like you're saying, not to avoid, to avoid the draw button. What's that? No, it says a Chachamim. Chachamim. It is a Chachamim and Rabbi Kiva. So therefore, the Shemus Muvakin, we're saying the people that signed in the Goyish court have to be clear that they're Goyim. Clearly Goyim, yes. All right. So it says the Gemara like this. Now, Rab Shimon Gamliel disagrees. Rab Shimon Gamliel in the Brise, he says like this. Oymer, he says like this. Rab Shimon Gamliel is going to say that Af Eluk Sheirim, the only time we can rely on if there's non in 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 in, in, in Gita Noshim Avodim, if there's non-Jews signed in the in, in in the documents, it had to be talking about a place where Jews were banished from testifying. There were certain places where when they they, they made exeras against the Jews, that Jews weren't allowed to testify or sign in legal documents. So in those cases, you could use Gita Noshim Avodim, even though Goyim was signed in it, and even if it wouldn't be Shemus Mavakin. Why? Because you know for sure. It's that it's a guy, and you won't come to rely on that signature to use it as an Adam Asira. So in that case, you could rely on the Adam Asira. So Shimon Gamliel is just making a knech. He's saying that either of the Chachamim and Rabbi Akiva that held that you can use a, a, a gitin that was coming from a non-Jewish court, you can use them as long as it's Shemus Muvakin. I disagree with that to a certain point. I hold the only times that a non-Jewish signature signed in a in a, in a get that you can use that get relying on the Adam Asira on the Adam Asira is only if there was that Gzeira that was uh, that that uh, if it's a place where they would not let Jews sign no Jews allowed is, to sign in, in official court or Official, again, whether it gets into that, it doesn't get into that machlokas or not. But <coughs> the point is, in terms of when it is okay, according to whoever it's okay, it's only if Jews were not allowed to sign. However, if it's a place where Jews are allowed to sign, right, like, then the din would be that you cannot rely on non-Jewish signatures at all, even... Shemus Muvakin, even Shemus Muvakin. Now, what's this for? So, it's a Xero. He's saying is that if Jews are allowed to sign, right, then people are going to use those signatures as valid Adem for later on for other cases of Adem Asira. 
I same as Mavakin is not a problem because you know clearly it's a guy. But he makes it zera that if you lie, you lie on using Seamus Mavakin of a guy, you might also then allow the get to be okay if it's not Seamus Mavakin. So therefore, so he makes it basically clear cut. If Jews are allowed to sign, then you can never use non-Jewish signatures because they might think that person's Jewish from the fact that he signed and signed and not realize it's only because you use the 8A Mesira. If Jews are not allowed to sign, then it's okay because we know for sure that the signature is inside a goyim and it's only because of the A-Day Mesira. So says the Gemara like this. So Gemara wants to know the following thing. Since Rabbi, since, uh, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is already making such a vait gzeira, he's saying is that if Jews are allowed to sign, you're not allowed to use any type of signatures of a guy. Why? It's a gzeira. Because if you use, Shemus Mavokin should not be a problem. So if it's Shemus Mavokin, why can't I use that again? I'm, obviously I'm using the Eid of Mesira, so why can't I? Because it makes it gzeira. Because if you let them use Shemus Mavokin, then they might come to also, okay, say the gets kosher when it's not, it's not muvakim. So he says, I guess, so why doesn't Rabbi Shem Gamliel, if he holds it such a why doesn't he say that you should never allow Goyim to sign, even if it's a place where Jews are not allowed, because if you start allowing documents with a guy's signature where Jews are not allowed, you might also start using in pl- other places where Jews are allowed. Why doesn't he make that gazera? So says the Gemara, like this. So, uh, uh, so a place where Jews are not allowed, Nami Ligzar, in, in case of those places where Jews do sign. So Gemara says that that's, that's more of a because Shma Bishma Machlif. Names for names you can get, you can mix up. So the fact that it was McGregor last week, and, and, and today it's a name that's uh, Smith, which maybe could be a Yiddish name. It might, that you can, people, you can hear in one place with two names, they can get confused. But between two different places, there's less chance to be considered they're going to confuse. The, uh, in, 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 in Miami, we let it go by, so therefore in New York, we're going to let it go by. That's less of a chance that they're going to make such a confusion. Asra asra loy machlif. Okay. So bottom line is, this was the end of the Bryce, Rabbi, Lazar, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon tried to bring a proof on this Bryce, of the early generations, everyone seemed to say you could use, uh, even for Gita, Noshim, Shukar, Avarim, Vadim, if Goisha names are signed, because you could rely on the Adam Asira, not like the Chachamim of our Mishnah. Ravinan Savarlach Shurei Bekinufiasa Tarmoi. There was a document, there were legal documents that had been certified and signed by Armoi, by non-Jews, in a Kinufia. Kinufia means that some of their, their scholars, the dignitaries got together and they made an impromptu court. So it's like an, an unofficial court. And he thought it's okay to use. So Amalei Ravram, so Ravram said, I can't do it. Our coast, our mission has said the only time you can use non-Jewish signatures on a legal document if it's written our coast. Our coast are officially appointed courts. But if it's a knufia, just an impromptu... So, everybody held it. Not just a knufia. The Tchachon also said our coast. In the Mishnah, this is a call that starts ha'olin bar coast of the Kachov. And they also agreed that. What's that? No, he said that's the only place where it's no good. Oh, no, you're talking about, what do you mean? No, not, no, no. no. Says, hey, oh, you're not talking about our Mishnah. No, our Mishnah. Now Mishnah, that's the way the Mishnah. Mishnah said only our cause, and uh, that's it. And of Shimon in our Mishnah was the one who also supported that. So therefore, he says that, right. So, and, and Rabbi Akiva in the, did not, did not disagree by other documents. He only disagreed by, by Gitin and, and, and Kedushin Lechorah. By Gitin and, and Avodim. 
We're talking about other legal documents. We no, can. The Brisa Sevilla says that other documents is okay in Hajjat. By by other documents, no. That was the whole machlokes between Rabbi Kiva. By Gitin Hashem. They both agree by Gitin Hashem. Oh, you're right, you're right. Okay, you're right. He could be he's holding like Rabbi Akiva, but he's telling him that's not the halacha. Okay. Our cause tonight, he's saying from our Mishnah, our Mishnah says our cause, our Mishnah. Amarava, hai shtara parso. You had a, a star that was written by Persians, right? It was like an impromptu, it wasn't an official based in, it was written by Persians. And, um, uh, it was given over to Jewish Adim to deliver. So it was delivered by Jewish Aden, but it was a Persian document. It was written in Persian. Magvinan Bey Mibnei Chari. It can be utilized. It was a legal document, but it could only be legalized to collect with for unencumbered properties, but not for encumbered properties. What that means is like this. So let's say it was a, a, a loan. Alright, it was a Ruvain lent Shimon a thousand dollars. So normally if you have a, if it's, if it's not a verbal loan, it's not a verbal IOU, but it's actually in, in document form. It creates a lien on the properties of the uh, of of the borrower. And what happens is, if the if somebody comes and purchases properties from the borrower, and the lender now wants to collect, and the borrower doesn't have the money, he's allowed to go to the meshubodim. He's allowed to go to the land that was purchased. Right? That's if it's a written document. If it's a verbal document, and people don't know about it, so there's no way to protect yourself when you're purchasing from someone, because how are you supposed to know there's a lien on the property? In such a case, you cannot collect. So that's called from from uh, meshubodim. You can collect from Meshubat, and, and if there's a verbal, you can only collect from Nechorin. Says the Gemara that even though this was delivered with Jewish, with, 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 with Jewish Lichim, this loan was delivered, but it was signed in a Persian court with, uh, with, with Persian Adim, therefore, it does not have the power to co- create the lien to allow to collect from Meshubadim. It can only collect from Bnei Chori. And that's what he ruled. So that therefore, um, so, Me'agbi and Be'em Ibnei Chori. Frek de Gemara, Fahalo Yodi Le Mikra. Says the Gemara like this, how can the Ede Mesira be used, the Ede, the Shlichim of Yag, how could they be used at all to verify that this is even valid? That how do they know that it's Persian? And we're assuming that, you know, you don't, don't, don't read Persian. Mm-hmm. So Moira says like this, Moira says, Biyadoi. He says mm-hmm. that, so that in this case happened to be that they, they read Persian. In order for a star to be valid as a star, what the Yidin used to do is there was something called apids. Apids is gall nuts. They used to rub this type of uh, plant or whatever on it that shows that if anyone tried to peel off any part of the document, it would become visible. You knew that the guy tampered with it. It seems that the Persians did not necessarily do that. So says the Gemara, therefore, how could the star have any validity at all? The Chorah, it's a star that can be, uh, can be, uh, counterfeited. It can be, can be, uh, what is Meaning, it shouldn't even be okay for Bnei Chayrin purposes. For nothing. For nothing. The, the transaction's sure. not a valid transaction. So Moses is like this. So therefore, I, and this is not and you don't have it here. But it says, that it happens to be, for whatever reason, they decided for that document that they, uh, they did use these outfits, these gallnuts on it. For Ek de Gemara, one of the things also in a Jewish court of law to protect the veracity of a 
Shtar, in the last line, they repeat the main information of the whole star. What, why does that help you? Then it's the last line. Because now, even if there's space between the where the Ksav ends and where the signature sign, you know if anything else has been added. Because you see where that last line was written. Mm-hmm. In Persian courts, they weren't mocked on that. Says the Gemara, therefore, it's also you should not be able to collect from Bnei Chorin. Because how do we know that nobody came along and uh, wrote in a few more lines about what happened. That you have to, the essential parts of the star have to be repeated in the last line. For Lakin, you don't normally have that in a, in, in a Persian star. In this case, they did repeat it. They did write it in there. So says the Gemara, you've done everything you're supposed to do. So the Chayra, you've got it. It's 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 up it, and it's, it's, it's and you wrote it again in the Shita so why should you not be allowed to use this for Meshubadim? Why is it only good for Nechorin? So, says the Gemara, since it only came from a Persian court, it's not something that in the Jewish community is known about. It's like, it's not, it doesn't have the same call. Anything that happens in a Jewish community, in a Jewish court, Everybody knows about it. But if it's in a Persian-based, uh, they're not going to know about it. So what if they don't know about it? If they don't know about it, then the purchases are not protected. Because the whole idea, you have to, you have, to have, there's a, today what they actually do, I think they call it, it's, 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 it, there's a certain, you have to run an, uh, uh, what do you call it, when you buy a property, a, le- a, lean, a title search. You run a title search. So there, the way the title search worked, they think there was a call. If there's no call, you don't have that title search. It's not fair, therefore you can only collect from the Chor and you can't collect from the Shubodim. So what it says like this, and what it says, let you say color. Uh, there's always no, no call. So this is true for all the other uh, cases we spoke about. Could be, could be, could be. So Rashi says actually it was a private court. It's private. The Mephorish and the want to speak out that uh, maybe if it's a non-Jewish court, but it's not private, it could be that you collect from Meshubadim as well, because maybe it could be that there is a call. That's a, that's a discussion. Reish Lakish asked Rabbi Yechanan the following Shiloh. Let's say you have a situation that Adam was signed on a get and their names are possibly sound non-Jewish. Now, it's talking about, according to Rashi, there was Adam, there was Adam Masira, and the names of these Adam that are signed have non-Jewish, they could, they, they, it's not Muvhakim. If it was Muvakim, there would be no problem, because Muvakim you can rely on the Ada Masira. But it, since it's not Muvakim, it sounds, uh, could be non Jewish names. What do we do with such a star? So Amarle, he says, Lo Baba Yadenu Lucus Velos. The only two names we had that actually, something like this happened, was the names Lucas and Los. They were non Jewish sounding names. Right, they weren't necessarily muvhakin, but vechsharnu, and we we uh, uh, we, we allowed uh, uh, the, the, the we allowed this get to be okay with the Adam is zero, with the names Lucas and Los. So therefore, v'davka Lucas and Los to Los I'm sorry, so v'davka Lucas to Los shchichi Yisrael the mask mishmasayu. Since it's not common, so therefore it does have a din, I'm, I'm not correct, it does have a din of Muvhakin, because most Jews don't use the names Lucas and Los, and therefore it's got a din like it is Muvhakin, and therefore you can rely on the Ada Mesira in this particular situation. 
but all other names, so it's much more those other names that could be non-Jewish and sounding, but Jews also use it, then that would be a problem. Why would it be a problem? Because it might actually be Goyim, and then you have that problem of it's the Mezuyah of Misocho, and you cannot rely on the Eid of Mesira under that circumstance. Eisive asks the Gemara the following question. Gitin haboyin medina sayam. It says like this, that if you have Gitin that come from Medina Sayyam, these documents of Medina Sayyam, the Eidin chasumin alehem, and their Eidim sign in them, even though they're non-Jewish sounding names, Ksherin, that doesn't automatically disqualify it. Why? Unless you know for sure it's a Goy, it doesn't disqualify it. Because Because already back then, that most Jews had non-Jewish sounding names. And therefore, because it's a non-Jewish sounding name, doesn't automatically make it puzzle misocho, and you can rely on the Eid Asira without having a problem. So Lechaira, <coughs> the question is asking, so how can you tell me Lucas and Los was the only case where we said it was okay, everywhere else it's a non-Jewish sounding name is a problem. We see over here it says all Jewish names, all non-Jewish sounding names were okay. So one says, what are you asking Kasha from? Okay. That says, this says the reason, because it's coming from, it was okay, it's coming from Chutzlar, where all Jews have non-Jewish sounding <laughs> names. Rabbi Yochanan lived in, and Ed Yisrael, he was answering in Ed Yisrael, wasn't talking about Chutzlar, Says Mahazam Garektani Taimer that gives the reason over there. They have non Jewish sounding names. You can't parcel it because it sounds non Jewish. Uh, what? That's the reason. So in Eretz Yisrael, if it's a non-Jewish name, you assume it's there, a Jewish name. That's a problem. Uh, right. So Gemara says like this. Um, uh, uh, so therefore, says the Gemara, uh, the Ika de Amri, there are some that say that actually the whole Shaklavatariya is not mm-hmm. correct. The Ika de Amri is Kimat Nisa Barmine. Reish Lakish actually asked him Beferish, if it's a non-Jewish name coming from Chutzla Aretz, what is the din? And the response he gave him was a Pashat And he answered him from the Bryce that we just brought down that in Chutzla, since most Jews have non-Jewish sounding name, that's not an automatic disqualification unless you know for sure what? That it's not Jewish, you can assume that it is a Jew. So again, the Kona Ikeda Amri was no Kasha Bechlal, because he was, he gave the exact information in the, in response as to what's written in the Brysa. I'm still confused. If we, if we allow Goyim, <coughs> we say if it's clear that it's Goyim's name, we, and we have Adam and Sir that are Jewish, okay. it's kosher. Yeah. Why is it when, when we're doubtful it's a Jew signed it or it's a Goy signed it, but we still ate a Masira, it's not kosher. Because you might next time want to know if you have, uh, who should I use to ate a Masira, look in the get and see that these guys are signed, must be they're Jewish, and use them for the ate a Masira, and you can't do that, that would be disqualifying. And so in the end, yeah. what, what do we say here? If it's in Chutzla Aretz, unless you know it's a Goy and it's signed on a Jewish get, since all Jews have non-Jewish sounding names, you can rely on the fact that it's a Jew, not so, a Goy. So you're assuming that, regardless of how the name sounds, you're assuming yeah. that it's a Jewish name. In Chutzlars. In Chutzlars. When it's coming from... Yeah. Alright, let's go on. Alright, says the like this. Now, we, we, we the the with this concept, and we're going to get into it uh, uh, right now. There, a, a shliach for a get, can get gite noshim, gite avodim, a shliach can work in one of two ways. If he sent, he can be sent by the husband, and then he's a shliach leholocha. That, ostensibly, what that means, I'm sending you to give this to the woman. The woman can send her own shliach. She, and that's called a shliach le kabbalah. 
The difference is, Lechorah, when the woman sends her shliach, then as soon as the husband gives it to her shliach, She's divorced. Because she's, re- she's representing the acceptance of the get. Whereas when the husband sends the shliach, so then he's sending a shliach la'alacha, then it's uh, and be divorced when the shliach gives it to her. What the one is going to discuss right now, there is a concept of zechiah. Zechiah means that even if you don't make me into a shliach, I can do it on your behalf because this is something that you would want. The question here is that if the husband made the shliach to be a shliach l'holocho, can the shliach also act as a shliach l'kabolo on behalf of the woman if it is a schus, if it's a benefit for her? Meaning then, in that case, what would, what would going to be the nafkamina? Is if the husband makes a shliach l'holocho, until it, the, 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 the get is finalized, he can retract. But if the shliach works as a shliach lekabalah, the husband's no longer able to retract because once the shli- once it's been given, that's it. He can't retract anymore. So, so therefore, the question really is that what what it's going to hinge on is it considered to be a complete schus for the woman to be divorced? You can only do a schus for someone without him them appointing you if it is a complete benefit. But if it's not a benefit then it's not, you cannot be Zoch on their behalf unless they tell you to do it. And therefore, the, the Rav Meir is going to say that both in the case of Gite Noshim and in the case of Shechur Ravadim, it's not a complete schus. Since it's not a complete schus, even if the Shliach wants to accept it on behalf of the Evid or on behalf of the Isha, the husband can still retract because there is no Schia in these particular cases. That's, that's what the Rav Meir is going to say. Let's see them, sir. The measure of the schus is on the person it's going to. On behalf of. Who are you right. doing it on behalf of? The fact that the guy wants to divorce his wife. It's not schus. is not on him. It's no, it's a, the sh- you want to act on behalf of somebody else. It has to be a schus for them. Whoever you're be on, you're trying to act on behalf of. If she specifically appointed the same exact list. Then for sure, sorry. there's no shaila. For sure, okay. right. Haomer, a person says, ten get zele ishti. Give this get to my wife. Ushtar shichur zele avdi and the star shichur to my evid. Imrot zalachzor bishnem yachzor. Give Rav Meir. Rav Meir says, up to the point that it's delivered, if the husband wants to retract, is able to retract, because the shliach cannot act on behalf of the Evid or on behalf of the Isha without having been appointed by them because this is not viewed as a schus. Clear. Vachachamim, they disagree in one of the cases. Chachamim begite noshim. That's true by gite noshim. We do not view gite noshim as a divorce, as a schus on behalf of the uh, woman. Aval shichure avadim but by Shechur Avodim, there Enachinami, the din is that once the Shliach takes it, and if he wants to accept it on behalf of the Eved, the Adon will not, not be able to retract. That is considered a schus. Now, what is the litmus test according to the Rachamim to determine whether it's a schus or not? So he says like this, a husband is obligated to support his wife. Therefore, if he divorces her, she loses that support. Therefore, we don't consider to be a schus. An Adon is not obligated to support an Evaknani. So therefore, by becoming Meshukhrar, it's not that he's necessarily losing support because he's not guaranteed mm-hmm. having the support. Memela, it's considered to be a schus by the Evet to become free. There's no downside. By Isha, there is a downside. She loses her support. So that's why you can, you, you, you can, can retract by the Isha, but you lose the ability to retract by the uh, by the the Evan. 
So it's not talking about the Jewish slave. Ebekanani, Ebekanani, Shikh, right, Ebekanani. Says more like this. So says the Gemara, the there you can retract. You cannot retract. You can be a Zolcha for someone if, you, if he does not instruct you to do so. Shalom means he doesn't instruct you to do so. What? The the that he's now, now it's a full yid. It's got now it's, it's even better now. Aval ain However, you cannot be mechayim. You cannot cause something to his detriment. Uh, only elvafanav unless he has instructed you to do that on his behalf. Sheim because what's the downside? He's going to lose support anyway. If the adon wanted not to feed his eved, Rishai's permission, but it's permissible. So therefore, there's no downside. It's not a chol. But 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 uh, But if the husband wants to, I don't want to feed you anymore. He's not allowed to do that, and therefore it's a chol for her to be divorced. She loses the husband's support. Therefore, without her instruction, you cannot be a shliach lekabola. Amr lahem, v'harei hu poselis avdo min atruma, k'shem shu poselis ishto. So a mayor now argues back to the Rachamim. You're telling me that by the Ebed there's no downside. There is a downside. An Isha and an Ebed, if, if the Isha is married to a Kohen, and the Ebed is owned by a Kohen, they're allowed to eat truma. What does it mean the Kohen's allowed to eat truma? He can eat truma, not only truma that's given to him buy the Adon. Any Kohen can give him Truma. He can buy. There was a market for Truma. The cheap food is much cheaper because there's less of a market for it. So therefore, it's a cheaper, it's a much cheaper. Truma I went as a much cheaper was much less usage for it. So therefore, there is a Chov. At least agree with me that there's a Chov in the case of if it's the Evan was owned by the Kohen. It's true the Adon doesn't have to feed him, but now he has to pay a markup of 30-40% more for the food that he was purchasing. He's not allowed to eat Truma anymore. Right? So, Amrullah, now what the response the Chachamim are going to say to us, the Gemara is going to have to explain exactly what it is. Amrullah, he says, that's not considered to be a direct benefit. That's only a benefit because he owns him. Since I own you, you're allowed to eat truma. So what? I mean, the, the, what, why is it taking away from it being mm. not a, being a, tomorrow we'll have to discuss why is this a good response. The Chorah of Mayor is saying in cases of Kahanim it's going to be a Chov, so therefore in such a case you should not be able to, uh, re- represent the Evid, so the husband should still be, the Odin should still be allowed to retract. What's the, because he, now he can't eat Truman anymore. They said, no, well that's only because he owned him. We have to see what that is. Consequences. Right, we have to we have to see how that responds. Tomorrow's going to deal with that tomorrow. All right. Yosef Ravuna Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef Kamei Rav Yirmiya. So the two Talmidim, Ravuna and Rav Yitzchak, were sitting in front of the Rebbe Rav Yirmiya. But Yosef Rav Yirmiya came and nam them. Rav Yirmiya decided the Rebbe decided to, to doze off. He fell asleep in class. So the Rebbe is falling asleep in class. So what do normally what do Talmidim do? Right? They start spitballs. No, they don't start spitballs. They start talking learning. They keep learning. So we say so Yosef Rav Huna v'Kaamer. So Rav Huna said Lachora. You see, they were learning this Mishnah, I guess, in uh, in in in, in Gittin. And he says, you see from this Mishnah. Very important, your soul is that uh, that what happens like this. Very interesting uh, halacha. What happens if, let's say, you have Ruvain owes Shimon a thousand dollars. Ruvain owes Shimon a thousand dollars, and he's in default, right? So now Shimon has the right to come and be toeface. He can come seize property or even metaltalin under certain circumstances that will be able to take back to pay off the debt. What happens if, this, this is Reuben and Shimon, what happens if Levi shows up, and Levi's a good friend of Shimon, 
Mm-hmm. And and he sees Ruvain has property there. Shimon hasn't been able to find anything to grab. Levi sees, can Levi on behalf of Shimon Tophus. take it, be Tophus, take it away uh, from, 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 from the, from the debtor on behalf of the creditor. Can he, even though the creditor never made him an agent. But he wants to be, it's a schus for him. He wants to be tofes from the Baal Chov in order to be, to be a, 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 for a schus. So, so what's that? According to what so Lechorah, according to Mishnah we learned, it should be okay. Because what happens over here is the Shliach was only appointed to deliver. And now, and, and, and now he's done something to the, the, the detriment of the husband. What he did to the detriment of the husband is that he stopped the husband from being able to retract by seizing it earlier, by being a shliach le-kabbalah instead of being a shliach le-holacha. So the fact that we see in our Mishnah that the shliach become a shliach le-kabbalah on his own without being appointed, so you see a tofus uh, for the Baal Chov is a good feast. So that's what he wants to bring a riot. Alright? So it says the Gemara like this, so, uh, so Yosef Ravuna Ka'amr Shmami, no, from the mission we just learned, from his Rabbonim, from the Chachamim, is that a tofas the Baal Chov Kono. That for the person's tofas on behalf of the Baal Chov, you're able to be tofas, because we see that, uh, from that, that according to the Chachamim Shita, anyway, not according to the mayor, but according to the Chachamim, that they hold that it is a schus. For the Eved, you can be a Shliach le Kabbalah on behalf of the Eved, even though that's not what you were appointed to do. So, Atofus le Balchov Kona. In the Chachamim Shita, you see it. Rabbi, you don't see it, but you see it in the Chachamim Shita. So, Amalei Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Yosef, Ba'afilu Mokum Shachav Lacherem. Is that true? Meaning, is there's a whole sugya in, in, in Baba Kama. Can I be a, can I be, without you making me a Shliach? Can I be your proxy? Can I be Zolcha for you, even though you're going to be hurting someone else with that, with what I'm doing? For example, one of the questions that's over there. Here, our case. Let's say that Ruvain owes you a thousand dollars, Yoshimon. He also owes Yehuda money. By Levi being toe-faced on behalf of Shimon, He's causing uh, Yehuda to be losing. Because now Yehuda doesn't have it to grab. So you might say, unless he appointed you, what right do you have to represent someone without being appointed where you're hurting someone else? So he asked him, so what about over here? Can you be hurting someone else with what you're doing? So he says, Amalei, so I feel the Amalei in. He says, yes, because yeah, you are being Chavla Cherim. Who are you being Chav over here? You be have the Adon. You're hurting the Adon. Because by, by you seizing on behalf of the Eved, the Adon can't retract. So you see, you can represent one party even without being appointed, even though it's hurting another party. So, In the meantime, Rav Yirmiya woke up. Okay? And I guess he's dozing, wasn't really dozing. He was listening with one ear. So he says, Amr Luhu Dardaki. Dardaki means Kindalach, meaning guys like, oh, yeah, guys, you don't know exactly what we're talking about. He said, little children. He says, Achi Amr Rab Yochanan, Rab Yochanan Paskin against both of you. What did the great Rab Yochanan say? He says, Atofiz Abalchov, Mokam Shechav Lacherim, Lo Kono. You cannot represent on your own, somebody, and do something that might be good for him, if what? Returning someone else. The sugi in Bamatsiya is whether I can take, a, there's an Aveda on the ground. Can I pick up the Aveda from someone else, even though by me picking it up from someone else, now nobody else can take that Aveda. So he says, in the case at least by a Balchov, to be tofus for Balchov, where you're hurting someone else, you're not allowed to be doing that. 
I've imtomer Mishnah Seinu. Well, what about our Mishnah? Our Mishnah seems to say is that the, according to the Chachamim, in the case of an Eved, the Shliach Laholocha is able to make himself a Shliach Kabbalah, even though he's hurting who? Why? How's he hurting him? He can't retract anymore. So he says, I didn't tell Mishnah Seinu. He says, no, because Kola Omer Tznuk, Omer Zechudami. That in the instruction, give it to her, he's showing that he's open, that if you want to be Zoha on her behalf, you could do that as well. Meaning, it's not viewed as a real Chov over here, because he's given the direction, he's given the indication, that even though it's not going to stop him from being able to retract, but in his instruction, means if he says, Beferus, I only want you to give it and I don't want you exactly. to accept that Enochinami wouldn't be able to. But if he doesn't say that, in, in, in implicit, in Tanu, is also Sukhu. Amarav Chista. So Chista says like this, you just said, Rabbi Yochanan, unequivocally, no, everybody holds. Hatov is Lebaal Chob, Makam Shechav Lacherim. He says that everybody, that's not true. It's a Choretz, a Machlokas Tanoyim. It seems to be a machlokas tanoyim. Why? The case is like this. Let's say the farmer has to leave over a peya, a corner of the field for the aniyim. So let's say the next door neighbor, who's a wealthy fellow, so he's not really has the, he doesn't have the right to take the peya. But let's say he goes in, he says, "Listen, I have my second cousin is a is an ani. I want to take the peya. I want to pick up this peya." For my second cousin. Now the problem is, is that the second cousin never appointed him to do that. And by picking it up and taking it with the second cousin, who are you hurting? The other Ania. So what do we say over there? It says, it's not. Someone who gathered Peor. I want to do it for, uh, pick it up for another uh, Ani. It works. No, it doesn't work. And the first Ani that shows up, you have to turn it over to that Ani, because what you did is ineffective. What do we see? This machlokas should be based on whether whether it works or not. So it's not unequivocal that everybody holds with the ruling of Rabbi Yochanan. He says that the you cannot compare. It's apples and oranges. I can show you. It's possible that everyone does hold like Rabbi Yochanan. Doesn't work. I. What about this machlokas tanoim that we just had about the payer? Different. Why? Maybe the comparison is not a good comparison. Because Adkan Lokam Rabeliezer Hosam Rabeliezer who says over there that Zochaloi. Uh, he says that, I'll tell you why. Even though, I told you, the case I gave, the neighbor was, a, was, a, was an usher. So really, he can't take it for himself. But there is a way, technically, he could have taken it to himself. If he's mafkir his nechosim, if he says, I'm mafkir all my nechosim, becomes an oni. What happens when he becomes an oni? He can take it for himself. So maybe the din is, when I want to be tofus for someone else, I can't do it if I'm hurting anyone else, unless I could have taken it for myself. Since over here there was a mechanic that he could have taken it for himself, therefore he's allowed to take it for someone else, even he's if it's hurting anyone else. And but, so therefore, so Rabbi Yochanan's right. In our case, that it could be that you, uh, you, you that um, so therefore it could be that in a regular case of a creditor, I can't go to be tight for the creditor because I have no right to take it. Is that a, a, to give it to me? So I can't take it if I'm hurting another creditor. But in a case where. 
I could have made it, taken it for myself. So then the case would be like this. Let's say creditor A could have taken it for himself, but he's taking it for creditor B. Then it would be okay to do. So it says, uh, it says, it says, maybe uh, he only said in the case of payah, uh, if he wanted to give up all of his nechosim, and he would have been able to make himself into ani, and then he would have been fit. Fit for what? Take Fit to take the pay himself. himself. <coughs> and since he could have taken it for himself, can be for the other Oni, but in a regular case of because you can't hurt someone else, if you're by taking it for one, you're hurting another one, maybe you cannot do it. That's one way we can show is a distinction. For Adkan, Lekami, Rabbonon, and the Rabbonon maybe, you can't bring a ride from them either. Because even though the Rabbonon said, what did they say? Is that you have to give it to the first ani that shows up, right? So the bring a raya from the chachamim that you see that a tovas lebal chov. Not to. It's not a good tefisa. You can't bring a raya from the chachamim either for Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because hasam is only like, maybe it's only there. Dechsiv. The pasuk says like this. It's interesting that you're, you're joining two words together that actually aren't read together. It says the kutzuchem es katsir atzakam. When you do the harvest, lo zechale. You're not allowed to uh, to, to, to deplete peasatcha bekutzrecha when you harvest. Beleket katsircha lo salakein. Uh, and you can't take the leket, the stuff that you, you leave behind. La'ani lager tazov osam. You have to leave them for the, the ani and the ger. The way the Gemara Darshan, the Pesach is, lo selakeit la'ani. That there's a special, there's a special injunction here that you are not allowed to take for another ani. Nothing to do with Atovah Zabal There's a special din over here. Maybe that's why the Chacham is saying, give it to the first Ani. But in, by the case of Tevah Zabal Chayv, maybe you would be allowed to do. So again, you cannot even bring a rhyme from the Chachamim here, Lashitas Rabbi Yochanan. But Bazak says, which means, don't take it on behalf of an Ani. Again, it's a very creative way of reading the Pesach, because those two terms are not read together in the Pesach. Aval hacha loy, but in case of tevis of bal chayv, if makom shechav lachreini, maybe that chreini, maybe they hacha would hold you allowed to do it. Frag the Gemara. If the chachamim have a pasuk that says lo selaket laoni, how does Rebbe Lezer? What does he do with that drasha? Because he obviously doesn't hold of it. He holds that you could take it for another ani. So what's the pasuk coming to emphasize lo selaket laoni? Vahai lo selaket my avid lay. What does he do with it? According to Rebbe Lezer, what does he do with it? It's coming to teach me a different halacha. What happens if a farmer happens to be an ani? If I'm a farmer and I'm an ani, do I still have to leave payer for other aniim? It's saying is lo selaket laani, meaning that you that you are not allowed to take it for yourself. You have to leave for another ani, even if. You're an Oni, you have to leave for now. That's what Rebbe Lazar lose it for. But you can't bring a ride from this Machlokas to our Machlokas where the Tophus of Baal is, uh, Rabbi Yochanan said it wasn't Machlokas. He said everyone says that a Tophus of Baal Chayv, you cannot do. We have no Raya from this Machlokas. It's not connected. Gentlemen, have a good day. What did you mean by the. the, the